Hey everybody, for Rand Wozniak, uh, Ace's podcast, uh, we're trying something new, uh, our inaugural uh, fireside chat. Uh, we're here live, well, we're here all in person in Orlando, Florida, uh, so we're going to do a little bit of a roundtable open discussion. Uh, with me is Matt Beers. Uh, he comes to us from the Sunshine State, Colorado. Uh, we have David Graham, uh, who is... Uh, Arkansas via Virginia, and then of course Heather Sharpentier, the fancy carpenter. <laughs> Matt, I just want real quick, just want to do a quick uh, uh, expanded uh, introduction with you guys. Um, Matt, uh, you have ASCII, the uh, electronic storage detection dog. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. So ASCII is a five-year-old lab, uh, yellow lab. You guys have seen her. Um, but yeah, so she detects uh, cell phones, hard drives, tablets, um, hidden cameras, SD cards, micro SD cards, anything that's storage, really. Yeah. But like a remote controller, my Xbox controller, doesn't even care about it. It's strictly storage devices, which is really neat. But yeah, we got her through a grant from Operation Underground Railroad, and was she was trained by uh, Jordan Canine Detection. Yeah. Jordan Detection Canine. I knew I was going to mess that up. Um, but he, or he's kind of known for training these dogs, and he's deploying them all over the world. And uh, they're doing some really good stuff with how they're raising and handling the dogs that they're getting um, with victims of human trafficking and abuse. Okay. So they're actually taking care of the dogs and learning a craft as well with, while taking care of the dogs um, while he's training them up, which is really neat. <laughs> So a couple more questions on, on ASCII before I actually get to Matt Beers, the actual guest here. Um, with, I know, uh, in my, I, I work and live in South Carolina. Uh, they're different than actual, like, traditional uh, police dogs because you have to hand feed them, and that's how, that's how they're rewarded, correct? Yeah, majority of them, the ones from uh, Todd Jordan, he does food reward dogs. Yeah. So the way that she's supposed to eat is that you work her you know, two, three times a day for her to get her food. So, on, so when she's on an active crime scene, she gets a normal. Meal. Yeah, it's just normal for her. That's, 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 I know, I know she's a little bit of a food, you know. She's uh, a Hoover vacuum. Yeah, yeah. She, she, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she's very, very extremely food responsive. Yes. Uh, Matt, also, uh, you as a, as a uh, you and I are active law enforcement, right. uh, police officers. Uh, uh, tell us, uh, I, I know you have a password cracking class that you developed. Can yeah. You, can you expand a little bit or a lot on it if you want? Sure. So basically, I just kind of found that no one's teaching examiners how to do password cracking. Sure. There's not a whole lot of classes out there. Some will touch on it, um, but it's usually kind of one of those quick things that happen and you move along. And so I was getting calls from people asking about it and, and how do I get past it or... I'd see something on listserv, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna put something together that's really down and dirty. Um, how can we crack passwords? What's good methodology? I tested the methodology um, that I was using in the field, but I tested on like, you know, I created my own images and stuff like that. That is what we use in class. And the way these were created was I went through and actually applied my methodology to my daughter's computer and was able to crack it. So I'm like, this. it works in the field, it worked on the evidence that we're using. The evidence that we're using wasn't like lab generated to work with the methodology. 
right. methodology works with the evidence. And because of it, we're cracking about 75% of the passwords when we can get the hash. That's better than 20 quid right there. That's yeah. Much better. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a tremendous success. Uh, real quick, not to minimize you, go back to ASCII. Yeah. She, she has her own plush toys. Yeah, she does, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, the Canine Association uh, where we're at. Um, I won't say agency names right now, right. but the Canine Association where we're at um, has purchased them and they're going to help. The, the money made from buying these actually goes towards ASCII's retirement. Nice. So it doesn't cost, hopefully it doesn't cost me too much money when it's time to retire. So, uh, do you guys, uh, would, would you, with ASCII, do outreach? Because I know we have a few uh, of, of, of ASCII's uh, uh, co-workers in our state, in South Carolina, but they do they do um, outreach where they're also labeled as therapy dogs. So yeah. it, so, so departments will uh, it helps pay because they're like oh they have a dual their, their yeah. dual purpose. Sure. Yeah. So that was one of the selling points for her is that she would provide at least the lab emotional support. Yeah. When we're working like a CSAM case, um, child sex abuse yeah. material case, um, when we're when we're working those <laughs> cases, things get heavy, right? So. Absolutely. She kind of comes around and will like nudge you. I hate it because you know I'm a bigger guy, and she always pokes me right in the side where like my fat roll is. And it's really annoying, um, and it's just kind of one of those reminders like, hey, you need to get up, you need to take a break, you need to yeah. you need to walk me around or throw a ball down the hallway or do something. And so that's really cool. Um, and she does it to everybody in the lab. She she just knows like, hey, it's your time. You, yeah, yeah, you need to chill yeah. out. Yeah. But she's not trained as that. She was trained to be an assistance animal and then uh, got career changed into electronic storage. Okay. Oh, yeah. And her littermate brother actually does the same thing for Tennessee Bureau of Investigations, which is really cool. That, 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 that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my father, at, uh, he was hard of sight. At the, uh, 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 so he had a, a, a yellow lab. But he wasn't really hard of sight. He wasn't blind. He was hard of sight. Mm-hmm. So, but they, he was still eligible for a uh, seeing eye nice dog. But, but yeah. they, what they did was they gave him, since he wasn't totally blind, they gave him the worst seeing eye dog in the school, <laughs> Bell. And, and the, but they also, the, but the seeing eye dogs have a routine. The my, one that chases a squirrel. Yeah, my yeah. my dad ruined that dog. Yeah, that, <laughs> it, it, it was just it was just a bloated Titanic. By the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's good. So yellow labs, all labs, all dogs, all pets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But ASCII, ASCII's fun. She's our I, unofficial mascot. But yeah, yeah she's is, become that. I think yeah. she's, it's not my teaching that gets me back. It's ASCII. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what gets all our hits on social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, all the dog lovers. Yeah, there we go. Well, actually, we actually have somebody that um, knows that I'm here most years, I'm inv- and I'm invited back, and. She uh, always brings year to year like these gourmet dog snacks that she yeah. got at the farmers market. Yeah, we're asking. It's like peanut butter, oatmeal, yeah. the usual, uh-huh. yeah, the usual dog ingredients. But she that. will make it a point to get those before coming down here, knowing that she's probably going to see us. <laughs> come down for it. Yes, yes. All right, Matt. We move on. David Graham. Yes, sir. retired law enforcement. Yes, okay. Sir. You come to us. Uh, you're in Arkansas via Virginia. Correct. Right. Uh, so retired law enforcement. The, the, Great aspect of having you on here is there's a lot of people, and I, I touched on this on a couple other podcasts. There's a lot of people, a lot of police officers transitioning into the private sector. Okay, you, you've already done that. I have. Um, 
how how how's that, how does that go? How do you turn off the cop and then become uh, Mr. Businessman? It took four years. Four years. <laughs> four years to get out. How many HR visits? Uh, fortunately, no HR <laughs> visits because I did self-censor a lot. Oh, okay. um, there were no F-bombs are not allowed in yeah. the corporate world, especially when you're in with a group of, you know, just, you know, the regular folks. Right. Now, fortunately, when I initially transitioned, it was to a Fortune uh, 10 company, oh, and nice. we were in a secured lab, you know, biometrics to get into the <laughs> lab and all that. We were a credit lab. And... But I had a mix, so it was like 50% former law enforcement, 50% civilian. So we they they let us slip a few times, but if we would if we were outside the doors in Gen Pop, yeah, no F bombs. That was I think that'd be like our lab in law enforcement too. Like we're behind lock and key. Yes. Yes. They they knew some of like the jokes that we have back there, like there'd be no way that we'd be allowed out in public. and so, well, sometimes you, I would, we would explain to the, the, the people that weren't in law enforcement, like, you know, um, when you said about the stress of looking at CSAM yeah. and that type of material, yeah. having asked him, well, us dropping F-bombs or our dark humor <laughs> was, was, was therapy, right? It's, it's almost survival Correct. because sometimes just dropping the F-word says everything you're feeling at that moment in time. <laughs> but you you know you can't say it right. at other places. Sure, but that yeah. was a hard transition to... Really watch my language <laughs> to really, really clean it up. Um, so yeah, so that was one of the hard transitions. That that's something um, I, I feel now too, uh, especially in this day and age, because we're we are also behind locked doors. Uh, we're 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 key carded in mm-hmm. same same as you guys, but obviously because of the materials mm-hmm. that, that that we have. Uh, but it's the the humor. Uh, we have a, a common area. Uh, we have a very nice. We we call it a cafe, but it's it's a break room area. So obviously, uh, you know, we do ICAC stuff. We'll, we'll talk about ICAC um, cases later, but we're, we're a very close unit. So we'll go to lunch together. We break together nice. and stuff like that. But our sense of humor, we're very boisterous. We're, we watch our humor because there are, there, there are ears in there. Uh, but it, 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 that's, that's one thing I always wondered, like, how, how do you, you know, I guess we turn it off, which is good, like, to, to do, you know, because... Most people, I, I'll go to a party or, or something like that, and people ask me what I do for a living, and I'm like, do you really, yeah. do you really want to know? I can be Debbie Downer real, <laughs> real quick. I can, I can ruin, I, I've, I've ruined grand juries. I've ruined a grand jury's Christmas party before with my testimony. Um, and it was a Christmas party, and I, I left that place demolished, and I, I walked away, or I drove away from that, Thinking, I, I want Wendy's. I want to eat Wendy's for lunch. <laughs> and I just let these people be, you know, like, I was like Kaiser Zosan. You know? Yeah, just something so normal to you was so bad. And all you're thinking about is like, man, that subway sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, and that's and I'm trying to transition out of ICAC because I'm in the twilight of my law enforcement career. Uh, so we have we have a couple new um, eight, uh, uh, agents in our unit. So uh, they're, they're, they're going to, they're, I'm passing the baton, you know, mentoring them, uh, you know, teaching them the, I guess the, 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 the ways of, of it. Um, but I'm, you know, I'll, we'll be talking about ICAC later, right? Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. 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 No. So the one, the one benefit though, after coming out from law because I did it for 11 years. Um, I was uh, a task force officer with Homeland Security and I worked okay. for the Attorney General of Virginia. And as part of my them getting me trained and sending me to all the training, giving me all the gear, I worked all their cases in the west cases in the Western District of Virginia, right? Oh, wow. 
So, so now being out of it, if I do come across it, because you still could potentially come across sure. and it's happened to us in the incident response field where we've come across child expertise material or, or CSAM in the record, I'm one and done. One if I, one and done, meaning see I see it, it once done. and go, I'm a dealer like in Atlantic City. I clap my hands and I am out. Make a few phone calls, let the legal team start yes. dealing with it because I don't have to look at where before you Again, the you deep got, dive. The deep, deep dive. dive. You, don't, you don't have to do the deep I dive. I don't have anymore. to do the deep dive anymore. So, yeah. so fortunately, you know, in the seven years that I've been out, I haven't come across. I had one of my civilian examiners in one of, in a company that I had worked with um, come across it and we started counseling because just preparing him like, okay, you might not feel it now. You might not feel what it does to you. Just be sure. aware that these yeah. are the effects that could potentially come down the road and talk to us. Here's the, here's the resources you can get to, you know, um, fortunately this individual was strong and is doing yeah. well, and, but he was one and done out. I'm out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is, uh, yeah, that's, that's something. Uh, David, real quick, uh, before I move on to Heather, uh, is it, is, the, the the workload you, you, you talked about are, are, you, are you flying out on planes at one o'clock in the morning or is everything remote now because of covid so so, so it's not just over covid but most of the collections that we do are remote okay now, we, now um so um it depends on on the engagement that you're working sometimes we have an on-site team which are it folks they're not forensic examiners they're, they're actual it guys that know networks know how to set up DCs, right. know how to deal with things, but also know how to preserve our evidence to get us the data that we need to do the analysis from the intrusion. So in while preserving evidence and getting it to us to analyze so we can find indicators compromised to, to sure. start looking for things and set up, you know, uh, endpoint detection and response monitoring. But so our onsite team would do that. And then um, along with that, they're bringing the client back up. So it's a good cost for the client if they use us and use that service. Um, if they if the client decides not to because of costs or insurances and cost, whatever it is, we'll walk them through the, the triage script and run it and run the collection. Um, and then, but um, all my I run a team right now, and uh, all my team are remote. Um, and there's four teams at the organization I'm working with, and okay. remote. So we've got people from you know from Virginia to California. Do you miss it? Do you miss? Do you miss the badge? So, so I was able to retire out, so I do get to keep carrying my badge. Good. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, so I, yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, I miss some of the camaraderie. I, I work with really great people. I do like. I love my team, but I miss some of the things in, in, yeah, in the, law the enforcement. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I liked in law enforcement what I found with in cases. I knew what happened to something. I knew the start of it. And I knew if it, yeah. there was a conviction, that, like I could got to the end, there's closure. In this world, yeah. you work the case and you just move to the next one. Sometimes you find patient zero, which is the the initial yeah. point of entry into the environment that got hacked, right? Sometimes yeah. you don't. Um, you, you just, you you know, you, you, don't, you, deal, you don't have that. So I, I miss that. I, I miss the camaraderie and I miss dropping F-bombs left and right. No, I'm kidding on that. So, but I feel, I feel like when you miss all those things, I guess you just fall asleep on your big bag of pillow money and, and all, all, those, all, that, all that goes away. So, so, so the private sector does pay more than law enforcement, but there are, there's the pros and cons yeah. of it, right? Because um, you work the incident because you are a responder. You, there's no pre-planning. There's no, I'm, 
somebody's house just got burned down by somebody else, and I've got to go in there and put out the fire. Yeah, you don't right? have the, you don't have the so, plan. So, right, so yes, yeah, so sometimes, um, some cases, um, your work, you know, the case gets, the client calls you on a, on a uh, Saturday because they got burned down on Friday, right? Yeah. And you're working, even though it was your Saturday off, you're potentially working the incident. Right. If, you know, it depends on what company you're working with and how they have things set up. But, and then you're working it through, right? So you're not, you know, I'm not going to bed at five o'clock, you know, in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, right? yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not right. bed at five. Right. I'm not going to bed at eight if, if this person's house mm-hmm. is burned down and they need us then. So there's there's the trade-off on that. But it, it is equivalent to when we when doing law firms because I've been called out on search yeah. warrants. Sure. Like, when, when yeah. the guy's kicking the door and go... Yeah, we just kicked the door and there's racks and racks of computer in a house. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, yeah, 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 absolutely. Can you come out here? It's 11 yeah. o'clock at night. Where are you at? I'm in, I'm in Charlottesville. Okay, I'm in Fredericksburg. That's about an hour. I'll be there in an hour and 20 and 11.30 at night. I'm rolling out the door, you know? Yeah. So, it's the same, so it's the same thing. Um, so there are, there, there are the pros. The, the, the money does compensate. Um, it is it's a lot better. But also, too, um, in, in, that, in that world, you know, I see people... Um, there's a high rotation rate because people chase the salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, that is true. So, yeah. so I, I noticed that. I've seen this Dave Graham talking. This is not an endorsement <laughs> of any <laughs> agency. But I see, right? I see a, a two to three year turnover is yeah. typical. Um, longer, that's that's a good worker, right? Mm-hmm. Or someone who's who, who likes, and we all like what we're doing, but it's usually moving around. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and sometimes I, I, it's quality of life issues I, that you move. I've noticed that guys who left uh, my department, my agency, uh, the same way. That, that, that it seems to be that that three years. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. About, it's about two, three years in the incident response. But are, are, do you only have one cell phone, or do you have two? <laughs> so I, I, I have I have one, but it's constantly all night long because I'm still hearing because even when even when our case, you know, I might not be working that moment in time, but someone else might be working. So, mm-hmm. but I, and I, because I'm a team lead, I'll have to know what's going on. So I have to kind of check and listen. So, yeah. so it, it's a trade-off, right? It, it, it's a trade-off uh, of what you do, but it is, it is different than the world we coming from. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, my big thing is I, I just want one cell phone. <laughs> so I am on one cell phone yeah. with multiple <laughs> Ways to get a hold of me through Which is fine. Right? Yeah. Right. One cell phone. One cell phone. No, I'm with you. David, we're going to touch base with you a little bit. Heather. Yes. Hello. Hello. The great state of New York. Great state of New York. Albany, New York. Yes. Right. Not Schenectady. Not you're, you're, Schenectady. You're, you're in Albany. Uh, uh, New York State is my is my, my home state. Yes. I, was, I was born and raised in Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, graduated from the University at Buffalo. Yes. Yeah. Um, you are a civilian who works for a state agency. I am. Okay, so you have a little bit of a, a different aspect uh, from from us. Oh, you do the same work. Yes. Uh, can you tell us just the differences? Uh, your agency does. Uh, you, you guys have uh, law enforcement officials. We do. Right, uh, doing the same work. Uh, civilians. Yes. Yes. How is that? Why is that? Uh, management. I wouldn't say without management style. I don't want to get you in trouble with anybody. <laughs> Thank watching. you. But. Um, uh, how is it uh, different between you guys and law enforcement, obviously for the obvious law enforcement aspects? Right, of it. right. So I am actually in the lab and okay. we have about half sworn and half civilian employees in the lab. When it comes to our job duties in the lab, sworn and civilian really aren't much different at all. Okay. 
Um, we have nine regional uh, computer crime units throughout the state, and they handle most of the seizure and the preservation and then extraction and triage type of cases. Some, sometimes they do some of the analysis as well, but um, when they can't get past encryption or they can't handle um, a certain case, it comes to the lab. So the sworn and civilian really have the same job duties, um, with the exception that the civilians in the lab, there's four different levels. So the levels um, kind of restrict what they're capable of doing. So the level one, um, they really just do acquisitions. Okay. And then it moves on up to two, three, four, and five. Okay. So, are you a five? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, you're, you're a supervisor, correct? I am. Were you, were you just promoted? Is that what just I just yes. heard about? Our yes. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> um, are you in charge? And here's, here, this is a managerial thing, but you're in charge of just the civilians, just not, civilians. Not, not, the, not the actual... Correct. The, the civilians, civilians okay. cannot be in charge of the sworn members. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you have a hot scene. Um, uh, ICAC search warrant. You know, they're, they're hitting the house, you know, SWAT, whatever, or just, just normal you know, police officers. Do you go, would you be able to go on a scene, a hot, a hot scene where no. it's an active search warrant? No, so we don't go out on any search warrants. Um, there are times when, after the search warrant is served and this, uh, the scene is safe, that we'll go in on like a network intrusion, intrusion yep. type case for anybody that's specially trained in that. Um, I have been trained in Burla, so I've gone out and done some of the, the Burla, some of the cars. The vehicles. vehicles yeah. The vehicles. Yeah, so, um, but that's really the only time we go out. Um, to visit a scene. Do you miss that? Do I miss? Like, not miss, I guess. Does that bum you out? Because that's so, a, I love sometimes, I used to be a probation officer. Okay. So I did the home visits. Yes. And I went okay, and did, yeah. uh, like, triage-type computer forensics on the scene. And I liked doing that. I yeah. liked doing that. But, um, I mean, overall, do I miss it that much? I don't have to deal with people. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, that's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay with me. <laughs> How, uh, how many cell phones do you have? Uh, I only have to have one cell phone. <laughs> oh, my goodness, I don't know if that'll yeah. change now with the new role, but I have one cell phone. And I've been here for two weeks, and I have no access to my email. That That's happened, wonderful. That happened to me last year. And I emailed, I, I called the help desk, and they told me to email the help desk. And I was like, I'm like oh, no, I don't have access to it ever if I'm out of the office. That's wonderful. Oh, really? Yeah, That's I love incredible. It. Perfect excuse. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's now on film. <laughs> it is. Now I'll have access to email. In, 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 yeah, right. right. Uh, so... Wall Street, you know, you got, you're in New York, you got to go to New York City, Wall Street, you could go into a financial institution, you could do data dumps or data collection or anything like that, correct? Well, it's, just, it's just those hot scenes where... Yeah, I mean, New you York know, City handles all of their own stuff, yeah. but if something like that happens somewhere in well, the yeah, state, yeah, 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 definitely, yep. Cool. How is the, um, I, I, I guess I could say, uh, your, your civilian, are you on call? Are you, you have on call schedule like, uh, like... Law enforcement official. Work. I'm not on call. I have come back in after my regular hours just to work sure. on something. I live really close to the office, so I'm one of the people that can get there the fastest. But technically, no, I'm not on call. Yes. That's nice. 
<laughs> We're just. I don't have that. I'm on you're, call. You're on call. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm on call yeah. still. Well, they just, they just Matter of fact, I go on yeah. call on Friday, even though and I don't leave here until Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, to travel. Try get that travel yeah. bag ready yeah. because your luggage might be headed to Arkansas. But you know, yeah, you know, yeah. welcome San Diego. Yeah, actually, yeah. I won't go on site, but I'm still on call and scoping calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're done introductions. We're just gonna go over. We're just got hot topics of things. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing digital for. I've been a police officer since two thousand, but I didn't start uh, digital forensics in two thousand and five. Uh, I don't know, Matt, your experience of your longevity, or I guess your history with with your with forensics. Time. Yeah, forensics. Yeah, because okay. forensics in like my law enforcement career are kind of different too. Um, I worked for uh, a software company uh, for some years, so I got. Familiar with SQL. Okay. And then I was doing some just messing around with Android development. Sure. Got a job with a DOD contractor doing OSINT stuff, and a project came our way where they had a proprietary set of forensic scripts that they wanted to turn into, put a graphical user face on instead of it being command line. So my boss was like, hey, you've done some Android stuff. We want to work in forensics or mobile phone forensics. Sure. So, and it's DOD, and so we don't really, it's, and it's an R&D shop, so we just duct tape and, and super glue projects together that are just prototypes. So I was writing scripts that were doing basically full file system acquisitions on Androids before we called them full file systems because you're still able to get roots and, or uh, chip level and, and you could root the, the phone. And that's what I was doing, I was rooting the phone, taking a full file system, uninstalling the root, and putting this into a script. Yeah. And then uh, actually left there because of our OSINT tool was going to be brought to market. And they decided to bring somebody in who has experience taking products to market. And she wanted to make that tool cloud-based. Well, up until then, all our on-prem and development had been very quick and smooth because a customer would say, well, this is great. We also want to have this. So we'd spend that whole week adding that to go from stopping everything <laughs> And rebuilding. So now we're losing all our potential customers and things like that for this product we're trying to take to market. That same kind of thought process is what happened at my previous job, which got me laid off to me starting there. Uh, so okay. then I get a little bit of taste of digital forensics, get hired on with the police department, and uh, start working um, there and realize they're not taking any digital devices for anything. Because the lab was too far away. The backlog was too much. We have enough PC to make the arrest. And um, so it just kind of just didn't, nothing happened. So I kind of pitched, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this capability and I'll learn it. And they were super nice and understanding about sending me to a few trainings. And actually my first real forensic training was here. Okay. Yeah. And so I went through that and it just clicked for me and I became addicted. And that's all I wanted to do. And so when the job opened up at the current, uh, at my current employer, I was just kind of selected for it. Sure. You know, I got called to say, Hey, you should look at this and we're in a lab, you know, you're talking about being a lab with good people and stuff like that. And you too, with the, your cafe. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in a lab <laughs> yeah. with my best friends. Yeah. Like we do camping together. We all come down here. We shut down the lab for at least a week. Nice. They all attend classes. Um, they end up renting a house this year. Uh -huh. So it's just like, just good time hanging out with them. But that's kind of where I got my start 
and everything. That is, once again, I am the dumbest person in this damn room. So, but, <laughs> you are. I don't yeah. think so. No, I, I was. I was actually. I was, I was actually a burglary detective, and I, I did not want to do in, insurance, you know, investigations after I retired. So, and I have a, a legal studies degree from the University of Buffalo. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was a sociology minor. Sociology nice. minor. That just fell into my lap. Yeah. Uh, so a bonus card. But um, I, I wanted to. Enhance myself. I needed. I needed. You know, to I guess elevate my education, elevate my marketability. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's face it. Uh, so when I got the job with the uh, with the agency I'm currently with, uh, they they like my interview, uh, and, and fortunately they're very good to me, and uh, I was able to, 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 to get it uh, in two thousand. Yeah, two thousand five. I started. I, I would image a computer. We're talking 20, 20 gigabytes. I could get done with a computer exam. And, and, you know, eight hours. You know, uh, today. You know, those tools that you had back then. Oh, uh, you know, back then, yeah, because they, they had the OG tools back then. Yeah, I, I would have, I would be able to do it. Uh, now we're, we're talking a live victim case or something like that. No, that would be a little bit, you know, sure. a white collar <laughs> case or something like that. Boom, push out the PDFs and stuff. Uh, but with the volume today and everything and data transfer and stuff, uh, it, it's it's a uh, weeks, yeah, weeks, weeks, months, mm-hmm. months. I have some cases that take me months to do. Um, even even with AI, which we're going to take, we're going to touch on AI in a little bit. Uh, even with the AI technologies and the software, and God bless the softwares, uh, it, the human eye. Just, you, know, you still got to. You know, I think I think they said I learned this maybe in two thousand five. The human eye can only look at twenty thousand images in an eight hour period. If you're you know, if you're scrolling down, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I'm at the fact now where I can just scroll down and uh, I know it. I'm like boom, bookmark. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're mm-hmm. we, yeah. we would all be at that point, but. David, how about you? You 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 know retired. When when did you get into this gig? So um, I'm an OG with computers. Um, I've had a computer since I was 11 years old. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna date myself. I'm was it a Tandy? No, um, I started my first computer. I bought with my first paycheck for my first job. I worked some summer uh, summer work for CBS Television. I was a gopher. My dad was a cameraman for CBS Television. <laughs> nice. We would I would travel with him in the summer, and they they hired me as a, a gopher. So. Uh, I bought a Commodore VIC-20 with a cassette tape story. Yes. <laughs> that was my yes. first computer that I bought. Um, and I've kind of went through that. And I got professionally into computers. Um, I got hired by a company. They're not around anymore. Um, but um, in 1987, and we were, that's when the IBM AT286 came in. That's zero born. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, do I, look, do I look my age? That's no. the question. No, I, that, that, I think that's when Roadhouse came out. Yeah. Right? Uh, Roadhouse was, wasn't it? The Legend of Billy Jean. The Legend yeah, yeah. of Billy Jean was 85. Probably around, probably around then. Yeah. So, um, so we were on the IBM AT286s, and we were, our networking, because um, Ethernet wasn't out yet. Um, none of that, none of that technology is out. We were still using, um, Either coax or the computers that we, we were network received through serial cable. Right? Were, so back were you screwing things in the back of the TV <laughs> yes. with the switch? Yes. UHF, yes, VHF, yeah. yeah. The Atari twenty six hundred connection. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so, so now you know. Fast forward, I start I, I start working in computing at Lake City. Start working in networking, Novell networking. Uh, Token Ring came in, did all the work for the in a lot of the casinos in Atlantic City. Because they were uh, from here, so let's move into Virginia. Start doing, uh, started my own company there. I uh, started working there. They got into law enforcement at the same time as auxiliary, and then was a police officer plus running my computer business. Then transitioned full time to law enforcement. Then um, kind of rolled into um, where I was. I did a case with 
with um, our local PD and the Virginia AG's office, and they asked me, hey, we're going to have this position come up. Do you want to come and work for us? Sure. The AG's office asked me to come work for us. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so when I got hired there, they, they, that was in 2005, um, they got me the opportunity that they had some connections at Homeland Security, and they said, hey, how would you like to be a TFO? Because I was still sworn in spots, where I was in spots, sure. Virginia. Yeah. And so they said, okay, how would you like to be a, a task force officer? Great. So then became a task force officer for Homeland, and then they sent me to uh, FLETC for two and a half months. Ace, so I did ACERT, um, and uh, I, well, I'm sorry, I did PCERT, PCERT, and then just tr moved on from there. And, uh, and here and, we are today. And here we are today. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a wild ride. And we've been, I've been it's a fun ride. It is a fun <laughs> ride, but looking back, though, I really did that. Really, I did, did that. Right. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, yeah. I, I, it surprises me. Yeah, I started at the end of the floppy disk era. I, I, don't, I don't even know if we have a floppy disk uh, or zip drives too. Don't forget. I zip drives. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know if we have that equipment. Yeah. So, floppy but, but I wonder, could you do forensics on the the tape recorder drives? Like, so so French wasn't even a concept. Right. It wasn't. Point. But like, could you do it? Like, it would just well, be I would like imagine just, you'd be you'd set the right block on the tape so you couldn't right think of think about the procedures, right? There's a tab on those cassette tapes. Yeah, that's right. You break it off or you yeah. break that up. So now yeah. you're right blocked. Right. Right. And right. Do, right. do your transfer <laughs> right yeah. to another device. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, man, that's why that's what we Right? But don't don't we have to be in, no matter what we're, whether we're, we're civilian, whether we're in law enforcement, we have to be problem solvers. Oh, right. Because, absolutely. Because yeah. how many times has the exam gone hundred percent right the first time? Never. I have to. I told my junior examiners. They would say, "Well, it's not working. Why yes. is it not working? I don't know." Yeah. yeah. Well, we still have to get the data from this device yes. because yes. this is this is pivotal yes. to yes. this yes. case. No, they yes. want to send yes. it back. Yes. Right. 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 I remember coming here and being like, "So my agency could only have autopsy because it's free." Yes. Small agency, and I'm just trying to get going. I'm like, hey, my friends at software keeps crashing. Like, what's going on? They're like. Oh, that's just forensic software. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it really we're we're problems. And, and the same thing applies in, in in incident response as well because the triage software doesn't work or something's blocking something from something working. You know, it, it's problem solving. It, it's thinking because you've still got to get to that end result. Or say you've exhausted everything. Yeah. Possible. Yes. That there's, you know, here's what I did, and this, and it's still not working. And that's almost even worse for like our reports too. Yes. You know, because Pro proving it, it, nothing. Yes. I I, I tell mm -hmm. my, my examiners on my team that that's that's a common thing. They go, well, we didn't find anything, and it, and it was actually expected based on the scenario. Go, yeah, but now we have to tell everything we did and all the artifacts that we would look we've yeah. looked at to mm -hmm. say there's nothing there. Yeah. Right? And it's a longer and harder report. I agree. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not very satisfying either. No, it's that's not it. That's just like, that's just like oh my gosh. There has to be something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now then we have we have Heather who we had to take her phone away from her because she was on TikTok so much because she's in her early thirties. <laughs> early thirties. And yeah. she just can't stop TikTok. Have I ever told you you're my favorite? I well, you know, it's on camera. So, sociology degree, see. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like, I'm not doing psyops here. Uh, Heather, you're, you're, you're start. Like, little Heather, fancy carpenter to boom, right, right. now. So, I started out in 
probation as a part-time secretary and um, realized that I kind of liked the whole probation officer thing. I went to school as a secretary, got my degree in criminal justice, transitioned into a probation officer role. I had the caseload of sex offenders and you have to be able to look at the sex offenders computers. And I had no idea what I was doing. So I took a class at the New York State Police Academy okay. um, for a triage tool so that I'd be able to do something with the sex offenders computers. Um, loved the class and knew that that was what I wanted to do. So as I was working as a probation officer, I went back to school and got my master's degree in cybersecurity and computer forensics, and then ended up working at the state police where I took my very first class. Wow. That's a It's It's almost like, like Annie, you know, minus the orphanage, yeah, you yeah. know, but yeah. pretty much, you know, I mean, that's his, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. Who's Boys. Daddy Warbucks? <laughs> <laughs> She made her own fortune. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, and Heather, you do mostly uh, uh, mobile device forensics. I know, I know, you're an instructor with with IASIS yes. this year, um, and your your caseload is pretty much mobile device forensics. Almost all. I think I have a couple of computers just so I can keep current on keep, what's going on. on. I just remember what I'm supposed to be doing with computers, but um, mostly mobile devices. Yes. Which one do you like better, Android or? or iPhone. Honestly, I have an Android. I'm an Android user, but I would. She's a green text. But she texts green. But I would rather analyze iOS. Yes. I feel like I know yes. more about the artifacts in iOS. I Android's agree. a little more. Yes. Different to figure out, I guess. I, I think the technical term for that is wonky. Wonky. <laughs> yes. Android's a little more wonky. Yes. Uh, do you see? I noticed in our lab, uh, Android was always a big. Uh, we got more Androids. Uh, oh. Okay. I think. What a few years ago when uh, Apple uh, uh, introduced, I would say, introduced, advertised their their encryption and um, <laughs> their their difficulty to obtain data. And the privacy standards. Yeah, it used yeah. To, for me. It used to be uh, if we got an Android, that was a suspect's phone. If we got a Apple, that was the big one. Oh, <laughs> uh, not anymore. Now, I mean, Apple and iPhones are coming coming through the roof. So, right, yes, uh, do, do, do you guys see the same trend in, in, in that, would you say? I, or, I mean, I would I say, I would say 60, 40, 60 iPhone, 40 Android. I think it's a little higher um, where we're at. We're in a college town, too. And just iPhone is a cool, hot thing to have. Yeah. They didn't know it is. Yeah, so, yeah. I think maybe that's why. But um, a majority of the users that we're seeing, just in general, I think statistically in the United States, is a much higher level of iOS device users. Um, and I think versus the world uses actually a lot more Android. It's because it's an open source platform. Yes. Like, yes. It's really easy to deploy out in cheap phones in some of these like poorer communities. Yes. So. Well, that's why you have to track phones. You can go to a convenience store. And I feel just, like we get their iPhone and the same suspect's track phone as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. We get both. Yeah. Both nine texts. <laughs> yes. Now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's uh, that, that's one trend that I, I, I saw change uh, with that. But the, the good thing about the, the good thing, and, and this is a good segue into it, Matt, because you, you just took a class on this. If if you know iOS, uh, there's a good chance you're going to be very familiar and comfortable with OS in in, in Mac. Sure. So there there is a lot of. Because that whole ecosystem yes. is meant to work together. Yes. 
That's um, how they get you. Yeah. That's how Apple, and then I'm a, I'm a victim of Apple. <laughs> yeah. Be an Apple user known, yeah. as, a, known as a fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> if it has a shiny Apple, I want it. Yeah. Uh, no, so I'm, I'm, I do, there's a lot of crossover. And then a lot of things that came from mobile, like, especially from the iOS stuff in the introduction of binary P lists and things like that, um, transfer over quite a bit to the Mac. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but we handle, I mean, you just primarily do phones. Yeah. Anything that comes in with data, we try to tear into it. Um, not quite doing like a whole lot of IoT devices yet, but if it, if it has something, if it has data port, vehicle, drone, cars, a vehicle, um, phones, computers, any like I'm waiting for the refrigerator. I mean, I just, in my mind, I had a refrigerator. I was like, tell me you you image the Samsung refrigerator I want and you saw the broccoli, you know, and the, <laughs> and the milk that was expired. I I really think we got our guys trained enough that they would probably just take the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, fridge incident response. Yeah. You know, yes. I yeah. want that. So, oh, man, imagine the iFixit kit. Yeah, for for, for fridge removal. Well, I'm just acting like our, our work table anyway. <laughs> you know, it's having a refrigerator door on there. Have you done a smart TV yet? I have not. We had a smart TV. Really? Yeah. What'd you do with it? Um, you know, we didn't really at the time know what to do with it. Right. We ended up chipping it off, yes. and it was full of CSAM material. Really? Um, kidding? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Was it CSAM from browsing, browsing on, the, on the TV? On the TV? Yes. Or was it from like doing airplay up to the TV? Browsing on the TV. Oh, that's ultimate laziness in that person's part. I mean, <laughs> I no, but also comfort. <laughs> yeah. But think about laziness. Since yeah. the TV, that was a, right. As we found the USB in the back of a TV once, and so we obviously it happened to be the Golden Girls. <laughs> Thought that was the weirdest thing is all the seasons of the Golden Girls, but I'm like, yeah, we found this. <laughs> yeah, but still, yeah. So interesting. Wow, uh, the smart TV, yeah. you, you guys got it up. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we do, we do all of the same stuff that you mentioned. It's just we kind of have specialized people yeah, sure. in the lab that, that will yeah. do a little more of, mm-hmm. of one thing well, versus another. Well, that's probably yeah. good, too. You have someone who's really good at something, that's the person you want. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Do you want the yeah. jack of all trades? <laughs> right, right. And, and you need that for an initial Yeah, we have some crossover. Right. We, do, we do have, we do have ex, you know, experts in all fields, and there's some crossover because we have, we have an on-call schedule. Mm-hmm. So... But, but we, we have dedicated, you know, vehicle forensics. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally the jack of all trades, master of none. I'm the, you know, the journeyman, the, the, the senior. But you're the guy who knows who to call. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, what I have is connections. Exactly. Yeah, that's the trade. And, and that's, that's experience and yours on the job yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that's, that's very impressive. Uh, but real quick, back on Mac. Imaging Macs. Okay. We, we, we talked about this off camera. Uh, I took I took Mac courses uh, through NW3C and also took Mac through uh, NCFI. Yeah. Okay. Then a couple of years back, but you know the chips have changed. Yeah. And so has you know no no target mode is no longer a lot. Yeah, target disk mode was back in previous like the last kind of model that we had. Um, which if you guys don't have one of those laptops in your lab for that, get on eBay and get one because there's those Intel Macs are selling out. Like crazy. Yeah. So it's good to get them. But so the whole ARM uh, architecture versus what the Intel chips that they had and how you acquire a Mac and even the keystrokes that you would use in on the Intel Macs versus the, uh, the M1s or the M1s. The M1s and M2s are different. Yeah. So I don't know. They're, 
they're fun, right? Because you get to it's something different, and that's what I like. If you're just doing you know phone jockeying the entire time, right, 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 it kind of gets yeah. old. So when I get a PC in or a Mac in, I'm really excited. Um, but new Macs, you don't have the password. It makes things really tough because you can't even get to a place to image it. Co- you know, correct. No, no, right, ones, right. Even if it was encrypted, I didn't have a password. I could at least image it, and then I'd break the password on it. Right. But you can't do that now. But I had, I, I, excuse me, I had Macs with passwords that I, I could get into the computer. I and I, I, I try to use it uh, with, with certain you know, software with it to image it, and it still wouldn't let me image it because it, it wouldn't let me boot to the to the drive yeah. I connected to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a simple problem to solve, but it wasn't like it was five years ago. Where it was just, you know, what was it, option and yeah. then, you know. There needs to be like a slide rule for Max. Yes. <laughs> so you're like, okay, when I get to, that's the one. Yes. Here's my steps. One, of, one right. of the vendors, I don't yeah. know if we'll plug a vendor, but one of the vendors has a flow chart. Have I you saw seen it? it? Yes. I have, are they currently, are they currently oh, here? Oh, oh, yes. that, that vendor is currently yes. here. Okay, good, good. So I will definitely check out the vendor I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those, uh, so we have those flow charts because I've seen, it's not from the vendor that you're talking about, but we've had them too, where I just got a whole bunch at a conference and just started handing them out to officers. Because it's more like a collection flowchart. I mean, they still can't figure out how to put a phone in a Faraday bag, right? It's <laughs> well, you leave the cable low. hanging out so it can charge. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. Just, now you just, yeah, the monster on the We have the that now that you just plug into the bag and we have, it has a jack on the outside. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so oh, it can nice. stay charged. You don't have to worry about switching out batteries. It always stays in the AFU then. Nice. Because it's always staying on. They're, they're, they're pricey. Are they? But they're, they're awesome. I learned about AFU in that class. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the phone in AFU. Do yeah. not, not turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which you get it comes from like when we started because that's not the methodology no. I was trained. No, on. correct. Yeah, no, and, and, yeah, and you have yeah. to keep up with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's important for like first responding officers. They, the, you know, there there are online classes for the. You know, I, I talked about this again last week with Celebrate. You you go on a murder scene, you know not to step in a pool of blood. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Every every criminal scene now, or every crime scene is a digital evidence crime, crime scene, yes. and there should be some minimal education for for the first responders on how to preserve evidence, how to how to secure things until until uh, I guess you know the the, the digital SWAT team yeah. gets there yeah. and handle <laughs> one. You know so. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's changing times. Uh, we're, we're all getting there. You know, obviously law enforcement is always behind, one step behind uh, the actual criminal element. That's just the way it goes. Uh, and speaking of that, speaking of that, real quick, I, I, I don't I'm, I don't know too much about it. I played around with it. Let's talk about artificial artificial intelligence. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it was in the prophecies. The Terminator <laughs> spoke of it. The, all, the whole Matrix series is pretty much it. Blade Runner. Blade Runner, right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I fooled around with chat GBT. Mm-hmm. I wrote my wife a love note in the theme of Donald Trump. <laughs> I wrote, I told her to write me a rock opera in the theme of Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And it's something on par with exactly what Bruce Springsteen would write. Uh, uh, Python scripting? Yeah, just Python scripting. And it, I, I'm not so worried about it taking our jobs as I am just turning this into batteries. And I, I mentioned this before in a previous, I mean, I don't think it's, I, I think in three years, it, 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 you know, unless, unless some, Sky, Skynet is here. 
That's I'm just <laughs> Skynet. Skynet. Uh, I, I dig it. You it's know? cool. I'm it's it's, it's, it's yeah. Google on steroids. Yeah, major steroids. Me and my roommate here were uh, were talking about it, and he kind of put something in my mind that was like, I don't think we're gonna have. I don't think search engines are gonna be like search engines. Anymore. Right. You know, he was mentioning he's like, I think there's the chance that when you ask to learn something through ChatGPT, it can go out research and AI generate a whole lesson plan, video lesson plan for you. And be like, wow, that's exactly, and that's how we learn. We use YouTube University all the time. Yes, sure. Yes. But it also, but it, but it's still the same element, I think, because I'm messing with ChatGPT, I'm seeing Python scripts mm-hmm. and some other things. It's the learning engine and what it's learned because garbage in is garbage out. Right. Well, there's a good so, documentary about biasness within AI. Right. Certainly. Exactly. So it, so it depends on what it's being trained on. Um, but, but it's constantly collecting information. It, it is. So it's learning. As the, the, more, the more you feed into it, the more we're, we're, we're causing our own problems here. So I have a friend who is at this conference with, with IASIS and that individual, when they do their chat GPT search, chat GPT search and get, gets the result back, they type in. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, when yeah. 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 Skynet takes yeah. it, they want yes. to be remembered. Yes, yes, yes. You are a good human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It yeah, has I mean. not figured out how to get Python scripts yet. Right yet, though. It, it, no, I did simple, simple ones with it. Yeah, right. It gets me in a direction. It gets it in a direction yeah, so that, oh, I wouldn't. I would, yeah, helped. I was messing with it in <laughs> your class and, yeah. and I just try to go, and then I go, I didn't think about doing it that way, right? Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, I, I am far from being a programmer. Look, I'm a dabbler. I don't <laughs> think yeah. 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 I'm not a programmer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm very linear in my thinking, right? So I've got to do it step by step. Mm-hmm. And um, It gets it wrong for me, though. And I'll say, no, that's not right. And say, oh, you're right. I apologize. Try this. So yeah. we'll give you options, right. I guess. But. I've used it on SQL Lite stuff. I'm yeah. doing SQL queries, and I've been really impressed with that. But mm-hmm. like, I have a, a better grasp on where to start, too. Mm-hmm. So writing a join statement or something like that, I can say, I want table.column A and table.column A or B mm-hmm. joined with this. And then it goes, oh, yeah, here's how you do that. I'm like, and I want to add this modifier or something like that. And it adds it, and then I know enough to go. Okay, I will create my own put right. my own table right. names and stuff in there, and boom, it saves yeah. me time and a lot of research time too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like some of the queries that I write, I have to re-learn every time. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's definitely helpful. It, 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 in my world, in incident response, I'm seeing with with AI though, we're seeing a lot of the endpoint detection and response mm-hmm. tools that are saying <coughs> AI based AI analysis. It's a yes, that's word. great. It is a it's an industry buzzword right now. But it really comes yeah, down right. to if the AI alerts, what's it do with yeah. it, which requires mm-hmm. what we, the phrase we use, we need eyes on glass. Yeah. Right. People yeah. have to see the alert to know how yeah, to react correctly because yeah. false positive. Right. Or yeah. if it's real, like when, when, when the AI says Mimi Cats, if you guys don't know what that is, yeah. a credential yeah. harvesting yeah. tool, right? Yeah. Mimi Cats was just running the environment. That is a bad thing. Yes. I need all the bells yeah. and whistles. Yeah. And I need somebody on eyes on glass, and I need that machine isolated now, mm-hmm. right? Because the keys to the kingdom were just stolen. Yes. I just yeah. had an incident escalated at work because I just plugged in one of my drives. I'm thinking about because I had Mimi Cats on for the password cracking and things like that. And I just plugged it into my main work machine. I get it went to like the top uh, IT guys like, "Hey, <laughs> Mimi Cats is on your computer." I was like, 
shouldn't be. It's probably because I plugged in a drive. He goes, yeah, it really didn't, you know, usually that's a big issue for us, but I mean, it makes sense for you guys. That's context, which I don't think AI is, is, is getting context mm-hmm. yet, right? Because in a normal environment, yes, Mimi Cat's evil, bad. Yes. Okay, in your case, maybe not bad, yeah, right? Right. But right. that that requires that human intervention. And, and but there is there are good applications. You know, obviously the software we use, they have they have AI. You know, clear. and it kind of cuts down. The, uh, we talk about iCat cases. Okay, we we have we have to look at the images. Well, you know, they have the AI procedures and skin tones and stuff like that cuts out a lot of the a lot of the stuff unnecessary stuff we don't have to look at. We we still have to humanize, still has to be on it uh, to you know, to va- validate and actually testify to it. So there there are there there are good um, applications to it right now. Mm-hmm. You know until until you know, the big robot arm flying <laughs> ships start flying over. But we'll worry about that when that happens. The also with that though, do you think is there? We 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 talked a lot about uh, digital forensics. Uh, the the future of digital forensics. Uh, is there, would there be a way to actually, you know, digitally, you know, AI, could we actually, could we actually operate on them or on, on it, I guess you could say, oh, whatever it is, but, you know, you that's, that's. We could do forensics on it or. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Or, or, or we're going to be like, or we're going to be like, nope. Right, it's going to quickly learn itself and then just see. Well, I think we're seeing that now with like your business and how they're using AI to like generate malware. Yeah, there's been yeah, there's been ransom attacks recently where the malware was generated through AI. (laughs) That's crazy. And they also exposed their own security flaws through AI. A researcher went in and just knew how to act, (laughs) ask the right (laughs) questions, and it got. I think it was ChatGPT. To uh, to actually expose some of its security flaws, and then it was then exploited by him as like a zero day for them mm-hmm. that they yeah. could they could uh, you know do a was it the ethical reporting of that yeah. that well, uh, vulnerability? They had it. I, I spoke of this last week with Celebrate that the uh, AI couldn't get couldn't get past the captcha, so it, the computer the robot hired a human yeah to do this. And the human's like, you know, I think it was a Craigslist ad or something, something weird. And he's like, are you a robot? No, I'm a man, you know, yeah. heart of sight. I'm blind. I can't see this. So the AI not only so got a person, on a, a human being on yeah. a payroll, they lied to him. Mm-hmm. The manipulation. So that's, that's, that's crazy. I mean, that's... What would that's, make me nervous is using that type of, like, that type of role that they they built for themselves, right? People are going to look at that as cost savings, and like, can correct, I correct. can I make a manager do these things? You correct. manage these people. What are your expectations of me? Here's what they are. Let's have follow ups. It ingests what's going on yep. with their department, mm-hmm. and how can that roll into that being your manager? Yep. And that there's going to be like HR requirements, so you're going to take out some of the uh, the discretion that your bosses would normally have. That oh, this is a flag. Go straight. Yeah, a lot of that right. can be, be like yeah, automated. It, it's 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 it's. I I don't know. I, I I was thinking about that earlier today. How would we ever do a uh, you know a forensic examination on on you know? I don't want to touch those servers. Yeah, right. 
No, no, no. You're right. At, at, at this point in time, <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully somebody is developing something somewhere and you know, on the human side, uh, probably in a cave somewhere where we'll, we'll you know, but um, that's good stuff. Uh, anything, closing, closing remarks on anything. Uh, we, we, we've hit a lot of topics here today. This is fun. This is yeah. fun. This is yeah. fun. I can't wait to do it again. Hopefully next year. <laughs> yes. Yes. Same yes. group. Yes. Sure. We, we can also do it remotely, you know, yeah, like, you know. We did that, so, remember, during 2020? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did, our, we did uh, a group meetup during the time. Yep. Yeah, yeah it, it's, that's, that's good stuff. So, uh, Matt, David, Heather, I'm Ferran, also known commonly as well. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this fireside chat. Uh, I hope uh, things are at least somewhat entertaining, uh, somewhat informational. Uh, we enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed our, we enjoyed the water that was given to us. <laughs> Uh, and they all of us are empty with that. So we'll see you guys next time. I appreciate it. Take care. ISIS podcast. <laughs>